everybody, and welcome back to uh, Barnside Chats with Bob and Burns, and I'm Burns. And I'm Bob. And today we're just going to have a nice conversation amongst the two of us. We were planning to have a special guest on John, but that's not the case, so get the nets. Well, it's got the only best thing, that's Burns. Hey! So anyways, yeah, um, so what's going on, Bob? Nothing, anything new? Much going on? Uh, we just harvest our walnuts and our chestnuts. We deliver them to a good friendly friend of ours, John Fry. He's got a hauler and a dryer for walnuts, so they're in the process of being hauled and dried right now, and we'll have them next week and get them open to the public with the new COVID-friendly solution. And how, how are you going to... Uh take on that role of the covid solution do you think uh, we're going to try and make a new kind of farm sandbox i think and put hand sanitizer out there and mm-hmm. then i'll just be bring them out there gloved and masked keeping everything sanitary yeah that's the plan but you're still gonna somehow do make it a uh honor per- system honor system yeah that's what i'm yeah. trying to get on yeah, we're still going to make it the honor system. But yes. try and, you know, limit the risk where we can. Make it mm-hmm. still accessible to the public. Yeah. We'll do our end on the house bedroom. And then hopefully they keep it up on their end, too. Right, and that's all this thing is with COVID deals. It's all about trust and trying to work with that. Uh, and with COVID, too, so it's... It's a little difficult, and I still see people work on their honor system out there, and when I'm driving around for work uh, with their plants or with their uh, food products and whatnot, and they they seem to have pretty much the same idea that you have uh, with the hand sanitizer out there, and uh, somehow, I now I don't know, don't quote me, but like maybe they have them individually like set up to go or something like that. Uh, so that they only grab one bag, maybe, but you know, you can, you just never know. Well, that's our idea is to separate them so they can just grab one bag instead of rummaging through all the bags, touching everything. So, right, the bags are isolated so they can just grab their bag and go. Right. So. So that's the plan. Mm, I heard you got a a new tool this year to har- help harvest your nuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we ordered the bag of nut nut harvester, the thirty six inch wide toe behind. So it worked good. But the only problem that we had with it, not that it's a major problem, but being that we have a lot of gravel out there and the gravel's the same size as the walnuts, it was picking up about all the it was picking up more rocks than it was nuts. So it was more more so a rock picker than a walnut picker, do you say would you say? <laughs> For now, yeah, but now that we did this year, a lot of the rocks were picked up, so it'll make it a lot easier next year and the year after that for harvesting. Yeah, and you know, granted, you'll probably still pick up a couple rocks here and there, but um, for the most part, it they're the first time is pretty much most of the time when it's all gone when you get most of it. I would think. Yeah, picked up that, picked up leaves, picked up spent shotgun shells, and even picked up the air filter for the leaf blower. <laughs> But it did good. It picked it picked them up in the husk and and just the shell. 
So okay. we weren't too sure when we first got it if it would do them in the house just because there's such a big size difference, but it did both. So hmm. definitely saved us time where it normally would take us probably five days to a week. Not not twelve hours, and we'd spend three four hours a day out there picking around each tree. Where this only took maybe five hours of our time at the most. Mm-hmm. But uh, majority of the time was just for sorting, really. Right. So after after the next couple of years, it'll be a lot easier. Right. So so about how many trees did you did you say you have of? Let's just do of each. Because you got both walnuts and chestnuts. Mm-hmm. Well, we just have one chestnut tree. Mm-hmm. And now we got three bendakas full. So, I didn't win, but I think we got somewhere in the ballpark of probably 60 pounds of nuts, maybe. Mm-hmm. And then the walnuts, we have uh, 14 trees. And that we filled up one half ton bin with. Okay. And so, about how big is uh, one of those containers you had those chestnuts in? And was it? Did you say it was a bendeco or? I, I'm yeah. trying. I'm trying to hear on this side, and it kind of sounded like a bendeco. Bendeco, a lug box, you know, for picking grapes. Oh, oh, the the picking boxes or the yeah. picking. Um, yeah, lug bin. The bin, yeah, the lug bins, yeah. Yeah. And you, and you said about how many of those? Three of those. Three. Yeah. Huh. It's not too bad. Yeah. No, it was a good harvest for the chestnuts. It was light for the. It was about half for the walnuts that we normally get. Normally get two bins full. Yeah. So, but it's the same way with the guy who we harvest or who we. We haul and uh, dry our nuts with John. He said that he's about a third to half of his normal crop size, too. So hmm. we're not the only ones. So it's, this is something, another question for you that I got is, is there a, like with the grapes, a smoke taint with the walnuts and the chestnuts? Well, that's what we're going to find out. So we haven't had them tested, but we'll find out once we get them. Once we get them back and tested, we're going to try sample them and make sure they're good to our standards. So there is a possibility with nuts even too. Well, I think they're pretty, I think, I don't know for a fact, but I think they're pretty good being the husk. They're a lot more sheltered where the the fruit, you know, is, it, is exposed and it absorbs into the skin where the nut has the husk and the nut shell. And then the fruit inside, so. Yeah, yeah. So they're they're definitely a more hardier crop than than the grapes on on that aspect. Right. Okay. That, that's what I was thinking. Is that they're a little bit more resilient, or they got more protection, I guess, against the smoke and whatnot. But you never know. Mm-hmm. Um. So right on. Yeah, right and on. then we um we did also recently pick. About 600 pounds of our Zinfandel because we didn't have our Zinfandel pick due to smoke taint. Oh, yeah. So we decided to crush some our, ourselves and 
see what we can do with it. So we're gonna make some homemade wine out of Zinfandel, which we wish didn't get crushed this year. So see how that goes. Yeah, you're gonna need another person to help bottle for that, don't you? Well, it's a good thing we already have somebody trained in that. <laughs> and we, yeah, and we got a place to get the bottling deal and whatnot, and it's all good. Uh -huh. I I helped them bottle last time. That's why I'm saying. That's why I'm kind of jokingly saying that. Um, <clears throat> to our listeners out there um yeah and that was a fun experience that day that was a fun day yeah yeah so now we're gonna um we're gonna get the barrel out soak it and uh we got the yeast working in the wine convert uh convert the sugar into alcohol so then we'll put the juice in the barrel and then then we wait and are you gonna? Are you guys gonna wait about a year or two years? Do you think? Maybe we'll we'll see where where next year it goes. Yeah. Whether we're gonna try and you know make wine again with something else. Mm -hmm. Then we'll then we'll have it up next year. But if we want to, you know, hold on to it, then we'll we may wait the two years. Yeah, but we'll see. I, I'm just saying because I remember. I think the one that we did last year, the bottled last year, you you only did, you only let it sit in the, what, in the barrel for a year or something like that. Yeah, because we were gonna pick our um, Chardonnay because we had a lot of, um, or we had about four tons extra to do, but we never made it to making Chardonnay mm. because of the. Um, because of Kincaid fire. So we got busy with that. Yeah, Kincaid. So, Kincaid was last year. Yeah. So that was our that was our plan was we were gonna gonna make Chardonnay, but that that put a hold on that. So. Mm -hmm. So, but that's why we that's why we didn't let it sit the two years because we were gonna. But yeah. Was well, there anything new that you got going on on your end, Burns? Um. Well, you know, I got a couple things, I guess, going on. Um, been doing a lot of uh, some farming lately for a local guy and just getting some hay ground ready. I've been using my H out there, and I got some pretty cool shots with my DJI camera, or DJI's camera, excuse me, and uh, which is basically a cheaper version of a GoPro that has pretty good quality still and whatnot. Uh, anyways... <clears throat> So I got some cool shots with that. I might make a video out of it. I don't know yet. But uh, if if so, if I do make a video, I'll let, let the whole world know. And I'll put it out there and see some action shots of what it's like to feel like farming from the 40s. Um, but anyways, yeah, just basically harrowing. And harrowing the ground is basically scratching the surface of the ground so that the... Uh, <clears throat> so that the dirt covers the seed so that uh you know you, you can start the germination process and that the seed will be underground and protected a little bit from the rain or whatever may come out there and the the fields that i've been doing are irrigated fields so you got to weave around sprinkler heads and whatnot um and if, if i post a, if i make the video i'll it'll be on there and you, you'll understand why and uh 
But anyways, so I've been doing that uh, about three weekends now. I've been doing that almost every weekend. Um, and then one day after work, I did that this week, and uh, you know, it's fun. It's like a, it's you know, you got to pay attention and whatnot, but it's fun. I've been doing that, so I've been getting some use out of my tractor, uh, which is good because it, it usually just sits around and. I don't have much for it um, yet, um, but I did get some uh, parts for my plow that I rec- that I bought, and we'll we'll talk about that episode with Tristan when we bring Tristan back one of these days uh, on here. And uh, so, anyways, I got some parts for that. I got a it's what's called a a tail wheel or trail wheel because it trails the furrows or a tail wheel because it's on the tail end of the plow. I really don't know which is the proper way of saying it, but I got I got one and I got to get a tube and tire for it and clean it up a bit cuz it's pretty rusty. Um so that and then I got another a new hitch for it and I got to get one more part of a hitch for the tractor in so that I can connect the two together and then we'll be ready to plow and, and whatnot, so I'm excited about that. Um, and then I'll be able to use it, and we'll see how see how it works. So I'm pretty excited about that. And then tonight I was I had a uh, I had a gooseneck hitch, B and W gooseneck hitch for my truck, and I finally got some of the pieces together on it and. Uh, kind of got dark and ran into a snag so i kind of i stopped for the night and uh i tell you what ratchet straps are your friend with those things and the reason why is because you got that center piece that has the ball that holds that uh, ball in there and uh, anyways what i did was i used the gooseneck or what i did was i used the ratchet strap and hooked it to it and then was able to pull it up so that it would be easier to bolt it together and whatnot so you know i've been uh kind of trying to be productive around here and with my things and whatnot and the gooseneck hitch is for uh you know just to make sure i'm ready for the future if something bigger happens i can go bigger so that's my plan with that um but other than that uh just staying busy at work at the winery and at the vineyards and whatnot. Um, we just got some uh, wind machines, and they're 34 feet long. And I guess they started pouring foundations the other day for them, so they should be up pretty soon. Brand nice. new, brand new Amarillos. Nice. Yep. So that's it's pretty cool. I guess they got new. They they're the newer V10, uh, Triton V10 motors from Ford, and they ran off of propane. So I've seen them. I've seen them work before, and they're they're pretty decent. And they're gonna be, you know, they're not gonna be high high, you know, mileage or hour motors. You know, it's gonna be a while till they're that till they're like that. But um, you know, they seem to be pretty reliable. I guess. Oh, good. Yeah.
and the H is all good. Yeah, she's, she's putting along. She's burning. She burns a little bit of oil and a little bit of coolant, but that's okay. That's expected. That's just mint. It is mint. It sounds great. Had to retune the carb today because it was. I thought it was running a little, a little rich, and so I adjusted the carb out, and then it just died, and I was like, oh, too much, and I flooded it, and then I had to drain the fuel out, and luckily on those H's, it's got a pet cock on there where you can just unscrew it and just drain the bowl, and uh, I shut the fuel off before I did that so that we wouldn't have any excess fuel go through, and it would just keep pouring out. But anyways, I shut the fuel off, loosened up the petcock, drained the fuel out, put it back together, uh, readjusted the the adjustment idle adjustment screw and not idle adjustment the fuel mixture screw, and uh, just tightened it up all the way and backed it off two turns and it was cherry. So nice. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Speaking of mint, too, like we just said, with it being that Halloween just passed, I mean, you gotta be careful on what, you know, people are putting in your children's Halloween basket. Isn't that right, Burns? <laughs> yeah, that's right. I heard, you got, I heard you got something in yours. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bottle of Aunt Jemima and some raw ground beef. Good deal. Definitely, because you can't get Aunt Jemima no more. No, it's rare. Yeah. High quality item. Yeah. Ground beef's a little sketch though, huh? Yeah, that would be. <laughs> but we'll talk with uh, with Cooper on that next time we see him because he had some questions about that. Yeah, he did. Apparently. I also had questions about his costume. Definitely. So, I uh, I recently found something that we should probably do one day. It could be a rainy day or whatever. But and what what does this involve? Oh, it involves tractors. Chapters? No, tractors. You know. The pedal type? No, the. Uh, you know the act, the type that hauls, that you know, brings in the mail, kind of stuff. No, mm -hmm. the farming, the, like farming tractors and whatnot. Oh yeah. Um. So I recently, and I don't know how this happened, but I was looking up tractor salvage yards, and we have a ton of them in this state. Yeah. A ton of them. Like there's one, two, three, four. Like four or five of them here. And we should probably do that one day. You'll find you some parts for the H? Uh, the H or the new project. The 300. Utility. You can look for some stuff for the 8N and the 22 probably. Yeah, if they got it. Um, well, it's the 8N's pretty common 8n is pretty common you can almost get almost go anywhere or even craigslist on that on that end yeah um we're pretty set but 
Yeah. Maybe find some new. Maybe. There's and there's not there's some that are like nearby for us like we got there's one in Stockton and then there's one in Sacramento. Um, otherwise, there is where's this one at? Uh, Riverdale. That's like where is Riverdale? It's the river next to Dale. No kidding. Let's see. Oh, I got the map here right now. So we just zoom in. We'll go east on this sucker. And. Oh, it's just past Fresno. It's a little bit of a poke. Yep. More than a hop, skip, and a jump. But it's there. <laughs> it is there. Yeah, so there's yeah, there's one outside of uh Sacramento there. Uh up north of Elk Grove and then there's one near uh or one in Stockton near Manteca. So that'd be kind of fun. Well if you go by Sacramento post COVID then you could go to your place the what was it, the Golden Eagle? No, Goldfield. Goldfield. Yeah, it's a trading post and whatnot. It, it says it's a trading post, but they've had a. I guess they're open. They're yeah, they're open. They got outside stuff, and you get bag drinks. You know, like it looks like Capri Sun, but in a bag. <laughs> yeah, but it's not a not a big deal like when a when a legend comes to town, right? That is true. He, uh, Mr. King, Randall King. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you haven't checked out his music, I strongly suggest you do. He's a he's a great singer and whatnot, and he just came out with a new single called "Taking It As It Comes," and it's a, you know he's a really talented songwriter, and it'll it'll touch you. He's got some songs that will touch you, and songs that are just you know meant to be, and I I just like I like his music a lot. Yeah, we made the the pilgrimage from Katati to Sacramento to to listen to him. Yeah, we <laughs> that was funny. That was earlier this year, pre-COVID. Um, that was in January. I uh, I took Bob up there for his birthday, and I kind of wanted to do it. Wanted to go see him too, because I, I just started listening to Randall King and started listening to the other guy he was with too, Josh Ward. And uh, really talented Texas singers, I, I will admit. Um, sound, and you know they're talented and they're good singers if they can write songs and sing them, but also make them sound just like on, you know, CD or Pandora or whatever. You know, it, they sound good as live, as good as CD or CD or uh, pan or. You know, whatever listening device you listen to. That's what I think is a true singer, is if they can sing live just the same way as they can, you know, recorded. And anyways, um, great concert. Little, I, would you say it was a little overpacked in there? Yes. <laughs> yeah, very much so. Um, Seemed but, to be a fire hazard. <laughs> it could have been. Really, really could have been. And uh, 
But anyways, yeah, that was a that was a fun place, and I finally I should probably go back and get my Lone Star beer because we can't get it here in this county. Mm-hmm. Prohibited. Yeah. And the guy said, "Oh no, we just can't get it here because our dealer's gone." I was like, "Okay." Find a new one. Yeah, find a new one. Fire that guy and get someone else. Anyways, but yeah, yeah, great concert. Highly recommend seeing him if you haven't heard, seen him or heard him. Go listen to his music. Strongly suggested. Um, one one of the best concerts I have been to, and granted it was a small venue, but some of those small venues are just the best ones you've ever been to, and that's hands down. So, still think we should have checked out Avenue Forty Four though afterwards. Was no, it wasn't Avenue Forty Four. Something like that. Some sort of street name. No, it was, eight, it, it was Eighth Street, wasn't it? I don't remember. I I think I have the cards still somewhere, the discount cards. And well, if it was you $10, know, ten dollars off. It was a deal of a lifetime, and we you missed no, out no, no. the opportunity. No, 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 no. It was we had. I think we each got five five dollar uh, coupons. Is what it was. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyways, if you if you know, you know. If you don't, then don't worry about it. Um, that was after the concert. We were approached by somebody. It's like if you guys want to have a good time, here you go. It's like here. Okay, cool. And uh, yeah. Souvenirs. Yes, definitely souvenirs. <laughs> uh, yeah, no one got lo- I got lost trying to get out of there. And luckily, Bob was a co-pilot because <laughs> I I didn't know the roads that well. I just know the interstate and that's it. <laughs> so, but yeah, definitely. Yeah, we should hit. Yeah, we'll hit that post COVID and whatnot and. Get her going. Mm-hmm. Well, Burns, is there anything else you'd like to add? Well, I don't know. Um, I don't really have much else to say out there, but, you know, stay safe, stay sane, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Same stuff, I guess, as usual. Um, this will probably be out after voting, but go and vote if you haven't. Um... You know, because if you don't vote, then don't complain about the outcome. That's what I got to say about that. All right. Well, remember we heard it. From this side of the barn. Adios, everybody. <laughs>